Welcome to the Mindless Week Podcast, where you learn to achieve more with less by being resourceful. And uh, watch me occasionally get off topic. Let's get into the show. Let's talk about how to set a summer schedule when you have your kitties at home. So I was inspired by this um, from my um, good friend. Um, and so I just wanted to, um, if you're listening out there, you know who you are. Um, I just wanted to talk about this for a second. So I'm going to keep it very quick and, and short for this episode because I don't think it's a lot of steps, but there's a lot of reps. So some things seem simple. You ever say, uh, here when they say like, just eat your vegetables, drink your water, don't eat sugar. Like the steps are pretty simple. It's the reps that are challenging. So first off, when you have your kids at home, you need a time, you need to have time to relax. So like that should be planned. Hey, um, so for me, there's days, um, we have days weekly planned for us to relax and then a time each day where sometimes my relaxation time is still doing a task, but it's something that is you know, that I can get out the way that I enjoy doing. So it doesn't create more stress or pressure. Um, so do you have time every week planned to relax, to unwind? Um, and if you can, do you have that planned every day? It can be, you know, for 20 minutes. Sometimes you go, go, go and you realize you don't have anything. And when you relax, try not to have a screen attached. You really are just relaxing. Maybe you're listening to something. Maybe you're going for a walk, but it's okay to just do nothing. Maybe you have a favorite beverage. Um, but I would try, I don't count watching TV relaxing. So that's number one. Uh, number two, do you have time planned together? Can you hang out together? Whether that's every Thursday, meal times, um, in the morning, whatever, plan the time together. Why? Because you have them at home all the time. So plan some time together. I think to not see them a whole summer is crazy. Um, you know, I, every family has different things they're battling. So I can't understand that. That's not, I'm not saying that there's not seasons for you being super busy and like really just getting by. But if you can plan time together, plan it because then you're free to do what you need to do in that other time. And the third thing is if you're working, um, and they're not like, let's say you're working from home or you have to take them, you know, they're at home by themselves. Like, you know, they're old enough to do that. Um, you need to plan out the beginning of their day, plan out a simple routine for them, and then give them some ideas on what they can do with their free time. Kids will notoriously say that they're bored. And to be honest, a little bit of boredom is really good. It's helpful for the brain. It's helpful for development. Um, it's helpful for imagination. So it's totally fine. Um, the challenge is when they're bored and they start doing things they're like, okay, why is the whole window missing? Why is there a hole in the wall? Yeah. Those kind of things. So giving them a little bit of direction to say, hey, if you get bored, you could work on that craft project you wanted to. You can create this idea. You can do some painting, some art, whatever, um, you know, and try to redirect them without TV. I do believe TV can be helpful, but I'm not a proponent of like just allowing your kids. They're going to have their whole lives to watch TV. Isn't that what your 90s are for? So, you know, it, do, do it how you please, like what works for you. So. You plan out your day, like in your week, what things you actually need to get done, like that are mandatory. Like if this week passed and I don't do these things, it's a problem. And then what things you need them to do every day um, and every week. And then the last thing 
that I, I do is I figure out what's most important for me with my kids and what's most important after reflecting from the last year and going into the new year. So for example, if you realize your kids were always late getting up, the task I'm going to really focus on is getting them up maybe 30 minutes before they need to get up and focus on them getting rest by getting to bed early. Maybe you're going to focus on changing their class. Like, I don't know if they can change their class time. Um, some schools allow you to start at a different time. So you're going to focus on getting them in a later starting time. Or you're going to focus, maybe they notoriously, you know, ate things that you didn't, you would prefer them not to eat for lunch. So you're going to focus on teaching them healthy eating, how to prep meals, how to do things in advance. Um, those are things that maybe kind of annoying to spend the summer doing, but they're going to make your life easier and their life easier this following year. Maybe they are behind in some schoolwork. So they're going to focus on like not just making up the schoolwork, but what habit do they need to develop? They have, you know, two months to do that and kind of three months because the first, I don't know, a couple weeks of school, you're just kind of like reviewing usually depending on what level your kids are and just getting acclimated. So I would focus on those things and um, and usually I think of what value I need to develop. Like, is there something that I need, I'm valuing, but in this new stage, I haven't implemented that value where you can see a track record in our lives. Maybe there's something I need to change. So if we review, it is time to relax because that's the first thing you feel like you're missing. Like, if oh my gosh, the kid's time, what am I going to do? And it's like, just schedule the time, schedule the time to work schedule schedule time together with your kids I think that's really important because sometimes we're so busy doing all the tasks we we don't spend time with our children like like not the time that's like I'm helping you do this like I mean just enjoying them I think that's important people we need to be we we need to feel that we can enjoy our kids and that they and they feel that they can be enjoyed by us just by being um and then schedule what you need to work on. Like the week passed, not every, not all the things, but just what's most important and, um, and schedule that for them too. So kind of looking at like, these are the tasks my kids need to do, or they need to learn. And just know that there is like a training window. Sometimes we feel like, oh, you're supposed to know this right away. You know, what you need to do blah, 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 blah. But sometimes we, we have never even trained our kids on the proper way to do something and followed up with them. You know, think of work when you're properly trained. What do you get? Like 90 day probationary period. Like, are you giving that to them? Or you're just saying, hey, I'm going to throw you in the water. Better learn how to swim. And sometimes some kids, some kids learn like that. Not all kids. Okay. And then after you plan that together, you kind of plan out what they need to do, even some inspiration for when they're bored. Um, you want to, what's the fourth thing that I said? Um, oh, just kind of think of anything that they need to learn from the last year. And this year, use this as training ground to get ahead so that you're not behind each year. You're going to have things that pull you behind. But if you can get ahead as much as you can, it's going to feel different when you get, you know, when you get hit with a blow, you're going to feel like you're much more prepared. And then um, the fifth thing is think of any values that you need to change or instilling yourself and that you can teach your kids. Um, hopefully this was helpful. If you're doing all these things, just review, review, reflect. It's always helpful. I, I sometimes miss things or I realize, hey, you know what? I'm focusing on this over there and like that would be ideal, but really I can only handle 
you know, the tier below that. And so let me just focus on doing that well and being consistent. And remember, it's reps. These are simple steps. It's the reps. And really think about what you really want from them this next year. What do you what are they gonna need help with? Really try to plant that down. Like if it's social groups, they're gonna need help with that. Talk to them about that. If they're gonna have access to social media, if they're gonna have a cell phone, if like what I see a lot of times, kids are handed things and never talk to you about. And they're like, oh well, well they'll come and ask me. I wonder how many kids just come and ask, like really, right? Like, you know how scary it is to ask an adult? Like, um, I heard about, I don't want to say it. I don't know who's listening with their kids. But, you know, I think it's a slightly unreasonable to put that much pressure on a kid to ask. I think parents should create the environment for kids to, for it to be normal for the kid to ask questions. But sometimes they have no idea what is actually happening or what they're being told. They don't know the context. So to just ask a question about it, it's, it's like, it's not. It's not always going to happen that way. So I think, you know, delve into or dive into just being able to have these uncomfortable conversations with our kids and prep them for what's coming next or what you think. Maybe you're wrong, but to, to be able to talk about it where it's just natural and normal, like the next question that they think of, it's there. You're open to talk to them about it. Um, hopefully this is helpful. And yeah, that's all. That's another episode in the books. Hello? Hello? I said I said it's over. Why are you still listening? Like, seriously, the episode is over. If you're still listening right now, you know what? You're probably a chronic procrastinator. Guess what? I'm still listening to. Come on, for real, seriously. We gotta go do something productive. No, like for real. No, for real, for real. Okay. You can keep listening.